So shortly after Pentecost, Peter and John were on their way to the temple for afternoon prayer. It was about three o'clock in the afternoon, and as they were headed to the temple, they noticed that a man was being carried and was set down in front of the temple gates. And as they, were, as they approached this man to go into the temple courts, this man asked them for money. And Peter said, look at us. And the man looked up at Peter, and he was expecting to get some money from Peter. But Peter said, I don't have any money for you, but I can give you what I do have. And in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, stand up and walk. And Peter grabbed the man by the right hand, and as he was pulling him to his feet, the man's feet and ankles and legs became strong. And he took a step, and they took another step, and he started walking, then he started running, and then he started jumping, and he was praising the Lord for what had just happened to him. And he followed Peter and John into the temple courts, and he's continuing to jump and leap and praise God. And everyone else in the temple courts is looking around, and they're like, what's, what's the commotion that's going on? Then they look over, and they realize they recognize him. They recognize that man who's the man that sits outside the temple gates every day begging for money because he cannot walk. And they're astonished. They're amazed that this man is walking and running and jumping. And so the, the man that had just been healed is clinging on to Peter as they walk further into the temple courts. And Peter realizes that the crowds are, are circling around them because everyone is in awe of what has happened. And Peter notices what's going on and he starts to, he starts to, he says to the crowd, why are you looking at us like it was us? It was our power that has healed this man. It was the name of Jesus Christ that healed this man. It is this man's faith in Jesus that has made him strong. And that's the same Jesus that you crucified. You crucified Jesus. You killed him. And God raised him back to life. We are witnesses of this. And it's that same resurrection power that is what has healed this man that you see standing here in front of you today. And there is only one name under heaven by which we must be saved, and that is the name of Jesus. And Peter goes on to preach and to talk about the resurrection and what the, he has witnessed. And the captain of the temple guards comes over and some Jewish leaders, and they are not happy with Peter. They're not happy with Peter sharing about Jesus and preaching about the resurrection. And so it, by this time, it's getting evening time. And so they know they're not gonna, they don't have time to question Peter and John now. So they decide they're going to arrest them for the night. So the captain of the temple guards grabs Peter and John by the arms and he takes them away and puts them in prison for the evening. But you know what? So many men 
had so many people had already seen this miracle happen and heard Peter's teaching and preaching about Jesus, that by the end of the day, 5,000 men and families were added to the believers. And so the next day comes and the Jewish leaders gather together and the high priest is there and the high priest's family, which is part of the custom, and several Jewish leaders, and they call Peter and John right in front of them and they question them. And they say, by whose power and authority did you heal this man? And in that moment, Peter is filled with the Holy Spirit. And he says, I want to tell you clearly, you and all of the Jewish people, that it was by the name of Jesus Christ that this man has been healed. And the Jewish leaders gather together and they're worried. They don't know what they're, what they're going to do with Peter and John. And so they gather together to talk about what are they going to do with them. And then they just decide, okay, we know. We'll just tell them they can't talk about Jesus anymore. They can't keep talking about him and preaching about him, and then we'll let them go. So they come back to Peter and John, and that's what they say. They say, okay, we'll let you go, but you cannot talk about Jesus anymore. You cannot continue to preach about the name of Jesus. And Peter says, well, should I listen to what you tell me to do, or should I listen to what God tells me to do? You be the judge. And then he goes on to say, I cannot help but talk about what I have seen and heard. And the Jewish leaders by now are, are scared because so many people had seen this miracle and heard Peter's preaching. And this man that was healed was 40 years old. And so the Jewish leaders were afraid the people were going to riot. And they didn't know what to do. So they just let Peter and John go. And so Peter and John go on their way, and they go back to their friends, and they gather together, and they tell them all that had happened. They told them everything that the Jewish leaders said to them. And then they start praying together in one mind and one heart. They start quoting scripture, praising God, and they're not asking for safety from the Jewish leaders and what had just happened. They are praying for boldness. They are asking God to give them boldness to continue preaching and teaching about Jesus and to continue healing people in the name of Jesus. And as they finished praying, the house shook and they were filled with the Holy Spirit. And that is a story from God's Word. And I'm Sarah, and I'm the family pastor here. And um, that story that I just got to share with you is from Acts chapter 3 and 4. And thank you for um, experiencing that scripture with us in this way this morning. Normally, we have a scripture reading that is um, right before the sermon. But uh, today, we did it a little different. And I just got to share the story with you. Um, so thank you for doing that. And now I want to take a moment for us to really dig into the scripture 
together. And so um, this will be a little bit audience participation. And so I'm going to ask a few questions just for us to dig into this scripture together. And if you feel led to answer, just speak. You don't need to raise your hand. Just speak loudly so we can, we can all hear you. Um, so first question, what did you like about that story? Well, this last question is, is not one to answer right now, but just to take with you. Um, who do you know in your life that needs to hear this story? And thank you guys for experiencing scripture like this this morning. I know this was different and for engaging in um, conversation about it afterwards. Um, I really appreciate you all jumping in. Um, a few weeks ago, we had a Bible storying training that some of our very own parishioners, uh, Tricia and Stephen Stringer, led us in. They are missionaries and have done this way of telling Bible stories for 20 years. And so several of us on staff and uh, several family ministry leaders got together and um, they taught us and trained us in this way of Bible storytelling. They call it storying. And so this was my first try at um, going through their, their process to um, tell a story. And it has been a really neat experience for me because um, I feel like this story is now in me. And I love that. And now I just want to know more stories that I can know in me. And I'm, um, I'm really excited about being able to bring this way of, of telling the Bible to, into our kids' areas, which was one of the main reasons why um, we had the training with the stringers. But the stringers do this for adults all over the world. They're like, we don't know anything about kids, but um, we'll, you know, we'll tell you what we know. But... Um, and I love it for kids, but I also love it for us. And I love what it does to the person who's telling the story, because I think I am changed, and I think I will know this story forever now. And, um, but what, one thing that we didn't have time to do today in this setting, but we will do in our kids' environments, is that we tell the story twice. And then um, ask the questions. And I love that we're asking the kids the question, what bothered you or confused you? Because we're letting them get to be in the scripture and get to think, bring it, think with their own minds and their own hearts and let the spirit work in the, in the story. Um, and also, like, the gold is in the retail so what we're going to do is with our, with our kids, we want them to be able to retell the story and come home and tell you their story. Tell their, probably won't have time to tell their bus driver the story, but tell their teacher the story. Who, who do they know that needs to hear this story? So um, I'm really excited about being able to bring this into our kids' environments. And um, as I was practicing this week, one of the things you do is I didn't write anything down. I listened to the story 20 times in three different translations, and, um, and I loved it. I got to go on a walk on the greenway and be out in nature and just let this story soak in me 
Um, I wanted to memorize it at first, and I was like, nope, that's not the thing to do. I'm just, I just need it to, to wash over me. Um, and then I was at the pediatrician's office with my kids this week and got to, you know, how you have to wait so long for things like the doctors. And um, so I got to practice on my kids. And uh, my middle one said, well, but aren't you going to have to make it boring to tell it to adults? <laughs> And I loved that. And I was like, well, I, I get your point. Um, but it, 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 was, it has been an, a great experience for me to be able to, um, to, to practice this today. So thank you for, um, for coming with me on the journey and uh, experiencing scripture in a new way today than um, what we normally do. If this is your first Sunday here, this is not what the average uh, sermon looks like <laughs> um, at the parish, and um, Jordan will be back next week, but um, I enjoyed, enjoyed sharing with you today. Like, I've been just excited. Like, I have this story that I know, and I get to share it, and... Um, so thank you for letting me. Uh, I will pray for us, and then we will head towards the table. God, I thank you for this story. I thank you for your spirit that works through Scripture to speak to us. We do pray for boldness, for your spirit to move in us so that we just can't help it but share about your good news and that we would be bold and empowered by your spirit to go out and to show love and compassion. We thank you for Peter, for his example to us in this story. We love you and we thank you for everything.